Hello, welcome to What's the Tea? I'm Archie the Edgy. I'm Nick Jew. Um, so we're starting off our episode in a weird, uh, uh we right, literally right before we started this episode, we were in the middle of recording the wig cap, and we got some terrible news that actor Michael K. Williams, uh, passed, um, so sad. Yeah, they found him in his apartment, so, yeah, so, you know... Sad day. Great actor. We just saw him um, paying tribute to DMX after he passed. So it's just like very surreal. And it's still like so early that people were like, is it true? Is it true? But like page six and then now. Like actual journalistic outlets are like, no, 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 no. Well, and also people who know him are like other famous people are saying something. So. Oh, there is someone posted a, um, uh, I guess a New Yorker cartoon uh, of, you know, that expression at when life hands you lemons, make lemonade. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> it's just like, I am fucking tired of the lemonade. I'm, I'm tired of lemons. There's too many fucking lemons in this bitch. You just, um, you know, I really, it, it sounds, however it, it sounds, but I just can't let it consume me or else what is the point? Of all of them. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, tell somebody you love them. It's free. Super free. Um, What's the tea? Before that, I would like to bring back the new segment. Oh, oh! This don't make no goddamn sense. No goddamn sense. No goddamn sense. Okay. Um. So, on Thursday... I heard a noise in my apartment and <laughs> I was drinking water. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm sensitive to uninvited guests in my apartment and because of the part of town I live in, we are prone to things just being up in the house. Okay. You are not allowed. You're uninvited. <laughs> An unfortunate fucking <laughs> slight. slight. So, um, I turn around and I see a big black ass cricket running across the room. So I get up and go try to get something because you don't pay no motherfucking rent here, Jiminy, and I'm gonna kill you. And then I, like, on my way, (laughs) on my way to get the broom, I lost his ass and I started to feel conflicted. I'm like, okay, he really didn't come in here to do me, like, harm, but you're just scared. He's like, one one thousandth, one ten thousandth your size, like, let it go. I'm like, okay. Hurricane Ida, the remnants of Ida, rained down on the floods of New York City. So postponed my trip. I was supposed to leave Thursday. Didn't end up leaving till Friday. So come back Saturday night. I walk into my motherfucking apartment. What do I hear? Jiminy. Jiminy. Loud as fuck somewhere in this motherfucker. So I go downstairs to the front desk. I'm like, is somebody from maintenance um, on staff? No, they're not. I'm like, there's a fucking cricket in my apartment. I already put in a ticket to have somebody come and do it. And obviously it's Saturday night of a holiday What do you mean come do it? To come, because like they have extermination services because clearly it got in some type of a way. So you need to close the hole that allowed it to get in so other things don't get in the fucking Oh, you didn't mean like put a hit out on Jiminy. You just meant someone to, (laughs) I was like, God To make sure that there aren't. Other passages of fucking entry to my apartment that other things can get through. I see. Got Um, you. Got you. But it's Saturday night of a holiday weekend, so they're not going to be back until at least Tuesday. So the dude at the front desk is like, you want me to come up and kill it? I'm like, yes, the fuck I do. So (laughs) that's a story in and of itself. And he was just like in love with me. And he kept like, "Uh, is this, oh, you got a microphone? You do a podcast? Oh, is this your guitar? Uh... (laughs) Oh, this art on the wall. Did you paint this? Wow, you just keep getting doper and doper. And of course, like where my weed is was on top of the convector thing where we think the bug was. So he found my weed. He was like, wow, wow. Like, you know, I'm not trying to um, be unprofessional or overstay my welcome. So finally, I'm like, just go. Because he He was like 13 years old. And his he told me his boss gives him shit about what he wears to work. So he brought a fucking double-breasted suit jacket for the little boy to wear. And that shit, he looked like a fucking clown. Like, he looked like he could have fit three of his friends in that fucking suit jacket. He looked ridiculous. So anyway, he was, like, with his light, like, and, you know, I feel like he looked thoroughly. We looked inside the convector 
under shit, behind shit, everywhere, nothing. But I'm like, you hear it, right? Like, I'm not fucking crazy. He was like, well, maybe it's outside. I'm like, it's not fucking outside. That motherfucker is in here. So then I go to bed. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just put my headphones in. It is what it is. I'm not letting this cricket run me out my motherfucking house. <laughs> like, I pay rent here, bitch. <laughs> right. And I just was like, God, please. I've been through a lot. This weekend was, it could have been treacherous, but we ended up on the good ship. Like, please, can I just have the rest of this weekend to just rest in my home? So all, all day, uh, Sunday, Jimmy cuts me a break. I don't hear him. I don't see him. And now I'm like looking behind me and shit because the motherfucker going to run up on me just because I'm talking about it now. And I'm trying not to like dance in the end zone too soon. So then yesterday, right before... He's going to hit you with the fucking candy man. <laughs> right. Like, what? <laughs> so yesterday I hear the loudest fucking like cricket whistle of life and then nothing else. So I'm like, I think that nigga just died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I didn't hear anything last night. He said, tell my story. He did. He told Jiminy, I honor you. <laughs> wow. But this don't make no goddamn sense. I had to live with a cricket, just cricketing all fucking night long. Because the convector where I think it's inside of, they have keys to open it. And nobody from maintenance was here to give us the key to open the motherfucker. Oh. I... Believe in the patriarchy. I'm tired of living alone. I need a motherfucking hero. I need to be rescued. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it. Where have all the good men gone? And where are all the gods? Where's the streetwise Hercules to fight the rising odds? You better call Candy Iman Dupree. <laughs> Isn't there a white knight upon a shining steed? Every night I toss and I turn and I dream of what I need. I need a motherfucking hero. <laughs> Are you holding out until the end of the night? <laughs> he's got to be strong and he's got to be fast and he's got to be fresh from the fight. But does he have to be larger than life, though? L larger than life. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Lord have mercy. <sighs> anyway, this don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love this segment. <laughs> I've gotten it all out, and now we can just have a great, fun show. <laughs> now, great, fantastic. Now that that's over with, um, what's the tea? The tea is I've gone to the U.S. Open for the first time. Congra congratulations. Thank you. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Really? I was Beyonce at Wimbledon the whole time. Just every time I thought something good happened, I just raised my little arms up. Like, yes. Okay, so what is confusing to your girl is the fact that everybody claps for everybody. Yes, it's good sportsmanship. I don't like that. Well, in the coon sports that you play. <laughs> I don't play any sports. Fuck you. Where you Negroids are gambling for quarters in the back alley um, and shiving each other. Uh, it's it's a little different in the tennis court. It's a, we're a little more sophisticated. I see. No wonder why they don't like black people. <laughs> Everybody wins in tennis because you're rich. I mean, I understand the um, we clap anytime somebody makes a point. I do get that, but it was like, and and a, and, a, and I I feel like I've been seasoned to this by going to see the Wizards play basketball because just as somebody Because you used to clapping for other people. <laughs> just as somebody who appreciates the sport of basketball, but I'm not necessarily rooting for a team, I would get excited over a good dunk or, you know, uh, that's a bullshit call without having any skin in the game. But it just, it was hard to know, like, who did they like? Who did they not like? And whatever. So we saw Naomi Osaka, poor thing, and she... Just didn't have a good match at all. She played the young Layla Fernandez from Canada. Mm -hmm. And Layla had an incredible match. But Naomi lost her cool a couple of times. She threw her racket twice and then launched a ball into the stands. And the, and the crowd booed her every time. I mean, I feel all kinds of ways about that. Right. Because there has been, like, since she 
became like a superstar and won her first Grand Slam, there's been this sort of very narrow idea of what a top athlete can look like. Either you're Serena Williams and you yell and scream and you're hyper masculine if you had listened to the white people tell it, or you're like totally demure Naomi Osaka with no sort of emotion and you just smile all the time and you're quiet. And it's like, no. And also she's stressed the fuck out. Right. Like give her a fucking break. Right. Um, I think the other thing too about tennis is that particularly the grand slams, the it's very rare that a player from that country wins the grand slam, like, or wins that tournament. Like the last, French player to win the French Open, I think was like Yannick Noah in like 1983. The last, I mean, obviously Andy Murray won Wimbledon. Uh, An Australian player hasn't won the Australian Open since the 70s. And uh, that woman, the subway spokesperson, um, is the last American to win the US Open. Mm -hmm. So like... um, that subway spokesperson. You know what? Black people are so vindictive and evil. Um, hi, have you met me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Go ahead. What, the, the amateur fucking pancake baker? <laughs> Bye. Good day, Saints. <laughs> Girl, you better leave your child alone and run some sprint. She's four years old, okay, right. bitch? Don't raise your child. Don't spend any time at all with your fucking human that you grew in your womb, especially with the lens of how fragile and precious life is right now. Don't do that. <laughs> Leave her with her white daddy. Leave her alone. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> her talking about, uh, I've never spent a night away from Olympia. I was like, bitch, Eleanor left me, girl. She'll be fine. And look how you turned out. <laughs> Guess that's just how you was raised. Oh, actually, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh. Sloane Stevens is the last American to win the U.S. Oh, wow. Whoops. You just forgot all about her. I blocked 2017. (laughs) Um, But anyway, you know, so like, so there is, and also tennis is like a very international sport. So there are like people from all over. Like it it, it is sort of just uh, we're clapping because these people are very good at the sport without, you know, a ton of. Now, sometimes like. I think if you had stayed for the end of the Rublev Tiafo match, which yeah. again I think is different because he's an American, right. like as things get really intense, like late in a like late in a third set or deep in a fourth or a fifth, people will start to root for one Definitely. person or the other Definitely. really, really heavy. Definitely. But yeah, like at the beginning it's just like, ooh, good job. Good shot. Good job. Um the what's his name? Francis Tiafo. Yeah, he is so great like just so fun to watch like I don't know shit about shit about tennis but the whole time I was like oh my god he's just like fast and wonderful and like so fun to watch and like his swag was like off the fucking charts and whenever he did get a little clap from the crowd he definitely looked at us like give me some mo like what are you doing like I I really he's from DC too yep so um yep the the what you call it? Um, the ESPN stuff and all that was like really cool to be in that atmosphere where you saw them like set up to do their broadcast and stuff. At one oh, point, the little broadcast booth in the plaza. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, a drone kind of flew by us while we were sitting down eating. So I tweeted like, "If you just saw me taking down a hot dog on ESPN, it wasn't me." <laughs> because i gave that hot dog the blues (laughs) i i will say having been to uh i've been going to tennis tournaments or i mean professional sporting events for most of my life right like the you the food at the u.s open ain't no motherfucking punk I wish we had walked around a little more, but we were, like, fucking starving and had, like, hiked a mile to get into the... Because the logistics were really bad. It was, There was no, like, drop-off area where we came in, so you just had to sit in the line to go to the parking lot. Um, so had we been dropped off in a different place, we probably would have walked around a little more, but it was, like, the first thing we saw, and we both had been talking about a hot dog, me and Thomas, so I was like, hot dogs, <laughs> and we just got a fucking hot dog, and some tater tots, which were amazing. Yes. And the signature cocktail, the honey deuce, which was vodka, something else. Raspberry liqueur. Chambord, yes. 
and something else. But it was delicious, and they have two little cantaloupe honeydew balls, like tennis balls. It was adorable. We had two of them shipped, but they were twenty dollars. Yeah, girl, that shit is expensive. I think they're trying to not have people be like getting fucked up. I'm like, you better take that shit, take that shit out of Venus Williams' paycheck. Like, you better make right. these prices a little lower. And you know the um, Kimberly Crawford stand definitely looked like Christian Girl Fall. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, they had a, they probably had a tap of Chardonnay. Yeah, but it was a good time. Like, you know, I, I, I again, I don't know anything about tennis, but I'm just a person who happens to love sports, so. I'm a little too turnt for tennis and the DJ was playing like jams. So it's very hard for me not to act up when you're playing jams and I'm outside think, and drinking with my friends and I'm excited. I think you are the appropriate amount of turnt for tennis. It just depends on like what match you're watching. I just feel like in our section, we were the only ones who were lit and the lady in front of us kept turning around. Cause like, Oh, see no bitch. Absolutely <laughs> not. On the way up, me and Grace accidentally sat in the quiet car on the train. And so I kept saying, like, is this the quiet car? Because she keeps turning around like this is the quiet car. And I do understand that the that it's a quieter sport or whatever. But she was turning around even when we were talking when they were not playing tennis. I'm like, well, are you the quietness monitor? Like, why <laughs> do you keep turning around? Absolutely not. I mean, like, I don't like people in general. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to hear you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to smell you. I don't want to touch you. But I don't want to If I'm behind you having a good time and that bothers you, that's because you're stupid. Like, I went to... <laughs> I went to an Alanis Morissette concert and this woman behind me was probably the most annoying woman on earth. But I never... I, I never gave her any energy and I tried very hard not to focus on her so she wouldn't ruin my time. I think also too, like there's something about like living in the world of uh, like electronics. Like if you're obviously, if you're there with someone else, like the person can distract you and you can like talk to your friend and be like, this motherfucker is, or whatever. Or if you're by yourself, like you could be on your phone. But I think the like turning around is like, is very aggressive. So yes. unless they're talking shit about you, like eyes on the match. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I had a great time and we were talking about, you know, making it an annual tradition. I think that we got very lucky in the tickets that we selected. We saw two, one and a half really great matches because that men's match wasn't over till like two in the morning. We left Queens almost at midnight and that shit was still happening when we got back to Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, that that's the one thing about the U.S. Open, like, and obviously Thomas understands this joke because I think I heard him make it first. But like, I only go to Queens for two things the airport and the US Open and it is a fucking pain in the ass to get to both of those places. It's yeah. so inconveniently located. Yeah. I mean but it wasn't it's bad. Like, it was where only else do you have the space. It was only two trains, so not terrible. Yeah. It's not it's not it's not that it's terrible. It's just it's like it's far. so, so far. <laughs> Yeah, that's why whenever I come to the city I'm like I will never see the Mets play cuz this is far as never. Back. All right, what's the tea? Um, uh, you know, I didn't realize um, how worried your family gets about you mm -hmm. um, <laughs> living in a big city <laughs> when like, <laughs> I think on the news, they need to do a better job when they just show motherfucking subway footage of the subway flooding and be like, this is not in Brooklyn where Reggie lives, okay? <laughs> Stop yeah. showing this motherfucking clip. I had niggas I hadn't even spoken to in, in years. years right? Now, granted, they might have called me in years. I just might not have answered the phone <laughs> because Oops. I don't talk to anybody. Because <laughs> you're rude. <laughs> but, like, motherfuckers I haven't talked to in years being like, I saw the flood, and are you okay? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, right. I'm fine. You were, like, at a concert. You probably didn't even know what was going on at the time. Yeah, so I went to see Emily King, uh, and she was incredible. Um, and I walked out of the concert, and it was it was it was raining. Like it it wasn't like Noah in the Ark, like biblical. But I was like, oh oh, it's raining. Okay. Um, and then I got on the subway, and this is the thing about living in a big city that I don't I don't understand. Like. 
if you're a train operator, aren't you communicating with the dispatch regularly? So, like, wouldn't you know if some shit fucked up between here and the next station before you leave? Like, we just finally got cell phone reception in the sub in the stations. Why you gonna drive off and be like, oh, we can't go to the next place? Y'all couldn't figure that shit out? Well, you know, oh, no, I just unplugged my motherfucking headphone. How did I, <laughs> I hear nothing, Jesus? Okay, here we go. Um, I think we have to give a little grace for being in the middle of a pandemonium and also absolutely a hurricane, like literal remnants of a hurricane. So I'm pretty sure that it was not all systems go on a regular, normal situation. Totally, totally, totally. Um, so we, it was like very post-apocalaca. Yeah, it um, looked very apocalaca on the Twitter. And the whole time I just kept thinking like, I'm supposed to be getting on a train to go to New York City tomorrow. <laughs> so they told us like one of the outdoor stations had, uh, as he said, and I quote, a water event. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, so we couldn't, we couldn't even go to the next station that was two stations away from the water event. Jesus. So he was like, it's a train already at J Street Metro Tech. But I'm going to see if we could scoot up and the just the first car could get into the station so all y'all could get out the train. So he had just oh, the God. front door oh, of the train in the station. Uh, and everybody had to, we all had to oh walk Oh, my God. <laughs> I could, like, me lugging my bags around the city and some shit like that happened. I would have just sat on the floor of the subway car and cried. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> yeah, our our train got canceled. I wish they had told us that before I arrived at Union Station. <laughs> like one stop away on Metro, and Grace texts me like, huh, "We're not going." And 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 everything inside of me kind of told me we weren't going. When I left my house, I was like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. It doesn't feel like I'm leaving. It doesn't feel real. And I turned right back around and came back to this. You're like, oh, oh, I'm not leaving. It's not real. But you know what? I'm glad. Thank God. Universe Adjustment Bureau. Because if we would have gotten to New York City. (laughs) Not Universe Adjustment Bureau. Those are three different things. God, the Universe, the Adjustment Bureau. Um, I thank all of them for that because Amazing. If, if we had gotten to New York City at 5.30 p.m. with the entire subway system shut down. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, no. Girl. It was a blessing in disguise. I mean, it sucked because it changed our plans completely, but like we still got to see you, which is great. Our tickets to the Open were for the Saturday night matches, so we still got to do the thing we intended on doing, going up there. We... You know, it was all's well that ends well. It could have been much worse. I'm happy you came. Are you any closer to moving? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There You're, was just flooding in the place where I would probably live. Where? Brooklyn. It wasn't no flooding down over here. It was some flood. It was a pakalaka. It wasn't no flooding over by my down to the APT. Yeah, that, it's, it's so sad because, so like, the weather was fucking horrible down here. We were spared. It rained kind of that day, but there was like tornadoes in Baltimore. Like, yeah, we got a, um, (laughs) we got in the, in the Emily King concert, it was like tornado warning. I was like, oh girl, right, (laughs) right. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, and then, uh. There was a tornado that, like, touched down on the New Jersey Turnpike. Well, that's okay. People died in New York City from that flooding. That is not okay. Like, people are dying, Kim. Yeah. 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 And yeah. all that shit people talked about, people who live in New Orleans, like, why do you stay here? And now look at you in New York City, your, your whole apartment flooded. Nani. A city with an already old and terrible infrastructure. Correct. They didn't learn shit from Hurricane Sandy. Nigga, the L train is still in the middle of repairs from Hurricane Sandy, and that shit was nine years ago. Right. It's crazy. It's very crazy. Like, America is the shithole country. I mean... But thankfully, now that they passed this infrastructure bill, maybe, right, maybe. We can, maybe we can fix our motherfucking subways. 
a fucking pedestrian walkway just like collapsed in DC because a truck hit it. Like y'all need to fix this shit. Wait, a what? A pedestrian overpass. Oh, I was like a walkway. This the 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 concrete fell in. Yes, a truck hit it and the whole shit came down. Lord have mercy. Well, if y'all live in other countries besides America and y'all think it's safe for us to go, like. Let me know. Well, they hate black people everywhere, so I'm going to just stay right here. <laughs> the devil you know, child. Baby, um, what else? Um, I don't. We, I mean, yeah. We talked about How are you feeling? a drag race. We did. On our premium show, which you sub- subscribe to. It's patreon.com slash what's the teapod. Um, we're both, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not seen RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6 season finale, stop listening for about two, right now. two minutes. We were both very disappointed with the outcome, but we would be remiss not to congratulate the first trans woman to win this competition. Congratulations, Kylie. You're number one. So, um... <laughs> but congratulations to <laughs> Raja O'Hara, our queen to be... For the, performing the best on the entire season. Who definitely won the final challenge. Absolutely. And the runway. Absolutely. And my heart. Absolutely. Oh my god. <laughs> my heart is in my booty hole. <laughs> um so it's September. It is September and tonight actually is Rosh Hashanah. So Lashana Tova to all my peoples who celebrate happy fucking new year. Um I did not acknowledge September as new year last year and uh, well I, because I almost died. <laughs> so um this year I am doing my thing again where I've taken some time to commemorate September, the month of the Queen's birth. No, not Beyonce, my mother. Yes. When it comes to my mother. Baby. Who just turned 71 beautiful years old. I can't even. She looks like not a day over 35. Yeah, she she does look a few days over 35, but she looks very good for her age, I would say. Um, she's super cute. I, I had um, posted a thing on Instagram for her birthday, and she was like, she, you know, she don't really use Instagram. I set it up for her when she was here. Um, and so I'm like, look at all these people, you know, wishing you happy birthday or whatever. And she was really overwhelmed and grateful. And she she's thankful to all of you who shouted her out on her birthday. Who And it also happens to be Beyonce's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. I love Beyonce, but it was my mama's birthday first. Because <laughs> when it comes to my mother. When it comes to my mother. So September... Um, we're also having a new moon right now, so it's a lot. It's an it's. Listen, I am the most aware that everybody has some shit going on. We're not at our best right now. The world is literally on fire and underwater at the same time. So, sh- so shit is bad. It's really bad. But there's nothing that doom scrolling and your apocalyptic fantasies is going to do to make shit better. So unless you have like an actual plan for a solution. It's probably not a great idea to get down about the shit. So like this new year, it's I'm, I'm saying yes to a lot of things. I'm trying to dig in and really go outside of, of my borders because there's some shit on the other side of there that I've probably been waiting for my whole life. I read this Georgia O'Keeffe quote today that I'm going to fuck up, but basically she said she's been scared. Well, actually, you know what? It's a whole internet right here. Come on, look it up. Um, there was the, another Georgia O'Keeffe quote that I had, um, retweeted. It's like, I've spent all summer waiting for myself to be myself again. Like, girl. So I started looking up her other quotes because like, if she said this, you gotta know she has said something else. 
She gotta have something else to say. Something else to say, honey. I can't find it right now. But anyway, I think that like I'm looking for it, but I just don't want there to be like dead air. Um, I just I think that making it work in the midst of all of this shit is what I've chosen to do. And if you have to break down, if you have to give up, if you have to cry, that's okay too. But like That's more than okay. Yeah, what you what you mean? That's super okay. But also like get up. I am good for a. Um, I'm just gonna take my box of cheese that's under my bed, under my desk, listen to Jill Scott, and, and cry <laughs> right. for ten minutes. The quote is: "I've been absolutely terrified every moment of my life, and I've never let it keep me from doing a single thing that I wanted to do." Yeah. So. I mean. I mean. Did you see that article? I think it was the New York Times. The fucking title was like, Joe Biden is not over his dead son and he's just realizing that no one cares. Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, God. The trash-ass New York Times. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, uh... Joe Biden's dead son. I hope this gives me what I want. Uh, yeah, they're they're saying that like his invoking his son broaches a loss that's guided his pred. Oh, they oh they they've changed the they've changed it. <laughs> they said some really insensitive fucked up shit. Because it ain't no motherfucking way. Twitter gonna tell me. Yeah, it was just really super, super, super fucking insensitive and not nice at all. And I hope that nobody that listens to the show giving their opinion. Please. Giving their money to these people. Biden, still grieving his son, Beau, finds that not everyone wants to hear about it. Ew. Super gross. Ew. What? Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Ugh. For context, this is a tweeter saying, for context, Bo only died six years ago. The only people attacking Biden over this are nasty Republicans but NY Times reports it as an agenda-free fact. I, 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 oh God, I was, oh Lord. I find it very frustrating when people sort of shrug their hands and, and sort of don't take responsibility for the things that they put out into the public space for public consumption. And like, I used to um, date a journalist and well, I used to date a former journalist who is a, you know, just God bless. Um, But it used to drive me fucking crazy when he would be like, well, you know, it's just the facts. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not just the facts. You need to take responsibility for the bias and, and the reason like, why you're writing this like i like as an actor and a person who is mostly in mostly works in new um new work there's always the like why this why now question that i always ask myself before i take any job and like journalism it's like why this why now who is it for and saying like you know person fired from kamala harris campaign for not doing their job, think she's a terrible boss. It's like, well, wait, what? Who is who is that for? Why? What is mm-hmm. the reason? Mm-hmm. Also, like niggas in Flint still don't have clean water. So Hello. why are we why are we talking about uh, Joe Biden's dog biting maybe more than one person? B- dogs bite niggas. Right. You know what? You, like, are you kidding? Right. Like Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico doesn't have representation. DC doesn't have a senator. Can we write about shit that actually fucking matters? Or, you know, the fact that our other president encouraged fucking violent insurrectionists to take over the capital of the United States. and There still, are sitting members of Congress who still will not acknowledge that still, Joe Biden is the duly elected president of the United still, States. Still. <laughs> and this the shit that y'all are writing about. 
Y'all taking motherfucking horse drugs when all you need is a motherfucking vaccine. The free vaccine. It's free. Y'all paying $200 (laughs) for a motherfucking fake vaccine card when you can go down to the CVS for free. And, 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 you know, I think that people on both sides of the whole, like, strongly pro-vax and strongly anti-vax, like, it's getting to the point of ridiculousness. Like, whatever. Girl, we've been past the point of ridiculousness. Right. But here's my thing. Where is the fucking logic in refusing a vaccine that you don't know what's in it to literally poison yourself to the, to the point where you're shitting on yourself in public to eat horse dewormer? What the fuck? And that shit, they're using it preventatively. And then some people are using it to try to fight off COVID. That don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> we're back. And we're back. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm out of I'm out of empathy. Because, like, at this point... Oh, I've been out. Yeah. I, at this point, I've had the riskiest week in the pandemic that I have had. I've, I've done things around large crowds of people. Both of those things required proof of vaccination to get in. One of them, I felt very secure about the way that they were screening people to come in. And still, I know that I'm taking a huge risk because there could have been several thousand people in there with fake vaccine cards. Another one, they were a little bit more lax about it. And I wore my mask a lot more inside there. I know that I have put myself in harm's way in a huge way. But I also know that I am not on here like on the internet. I haven't been outside hella much until I got my vaccine. And even then I only kind of tiptoed out. Like this is the most I have done in two years. And if I get COVID, I get COVID. But what I do not understand are these people who have been like, this shit is fake. The, you know, Wuhan flu and fucking being racist about it and talking about I have an immune system. I don't need the vaccine. And then they get the shit and they run to the hospital. Trust your immune system at the crib, fam. Baby, baby. I got and, and then I realized I I stepped outside of myself, which um, again, I'm asking for a moment of grace. We're sure. all struggling. Sure. <laughs> uh, we're not at our best. But I, five years ago, when I deleted uh, Mark Zuckerberg book off yes, my phone, yes. um, I was like, Reginald, you are not about to get into a motherfucking argument with a stranger on the internet. You're not going to change nobody's mind. Right. And if you just want to, like, catharsis out some shit, nigga, write a blog. Yes. But I was like, I feel so sad for these doctors who have to like watch these people be rabidly anti-vaccine and then go in there and demand care from these doctors who are literally themselves in harm's way by nature of their job because of somebody else's stupidity. And so I was like, well, it's the doctor's job. They got to help people. It's like, what, 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 what? They practice medicine for the sake of like helping people. They're not your fucking like, you know, get uh medical sherpa just doing whatever whatever you want with no like it's you're in relationship with that person and sure there are like well documented cases of medical racism and medical malpractice and all that other shit but that is a whole nother motherfucking thing from you being like oh i still wouldn't take the vaccine even though i'm on death's door like what yeah it's stupid it's so stupid because at this point Billions of doses of that vaccine have been administered to people all over the world and conspiracy theories and people fucking pop lock in on TikTok aside, there have not been a great number of deaths related directly to the vaccine. It's science. It's not a thing that they would hide. If some shit goes down with the virus, which with the vaccine, which it has, they pull it, fucking retest the shit and don't put it back until they figure the shit the fuck out. And even this little stuff that is happening, they still are not 100% sure it's attributed directly to the vaccine or else they would not have ever put the shit back on the shelf. So like, again, I was hesitant as well. I'm still a little in my heart like, I don't know, maybe I'll grow an 11th toe. But if I grow an 11th toe 10 years from now and have survived COVID, I'm okay with that. I mean, you know. I could float now, but that's okay. 
it's just it's it's so sad that this shit got politicized in the first place because there were always going to be a small portion of people who were never going to trust it on their own, right? There's enough conspiracy theorists, CMOS enthusiasts, but like Jenny McCarthy started this fucking shit to popularity 30 years ago. And now because of the former host of Singled Out or whatever the fuck, millions of people are refusing a life-saving vaccine that could end this pandemic once and for all. We're going, we're creeping up on 700,000 people dead from this shit and people are still fucking around. I mean, you know, the other thing too is, is the idea of like anti, like anti-intellectual sentiment or people who have studied things for decades and have like multiple degrees in something like not knowing as much as someone with a casual interest in something like that's been going on for a very, very long time. And I find it really, I mean, it's like, it's, it's the same shit as, you know, in random incel on Twitter being like, Oh, I could beat Naomi Osaka in tennis. Right. Like saying, Oh yeah. Like Dr. Kizzy Corbett, like worked on this vaccine that's been in development for 30 years, but what about this? Like, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck around and find out. Right. Right. I, you know, I, I will say that is my, that is, that is, um, that is a, a, a sports team that is always undefeated. The, the find outs. Right. Cause if you fuck around, you, you will find out. Mm-hmm. And it might not be immediately. It might be, it might be a late fourth quarter rally. It might be at the bottom of the ninth, but you don't, you gonna find out. And it sucks that it's turned us into this. It's like, we're wishing death on people now because they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, to be fair, I'm not wishing death on anybody. I'm. I'm we are. Of, that's that's what you mean by finding out. That's the. That's oh, the I, thing. I, don't, I don't actually mean death. I just mean like a, a paradigm shift that I I, I hope that you people, really like, think that those people are going to have some sort of paradigm shift. I I hope it for them. Mm. I genuinely do. Like, like I mean, it, it's sort of similar to you know the people who believe in an alternate version of reality about our last election. It's like. I, I hope, I hope for you, you get a moment of clarity that doesn't come with too much pain because like, it's really, it could, it, that kind of stuff could like drive someone absolutely in like actually insane. You, you really hope that for these anti-vax COVID MAGA people? That's what you hope for them? I don't, I, yeah, I do. I, I don't want them to die. And, and I, and I was having like a, you know, a moment with myself about like my relationship to like, what do I feel like optimism looks like or like i don't know and and i'm not making it my responsibility to like teach them or help them or walk them to the truth but i hope i hope they find it for themselves before it's before it's too late like before they spend you know well whatever white supremacist justice system people get incarcerated you know longer for not having not paying a parking ticket because they're poor than for trying to overthrow the government but you know what I mean? Like, I, I hope that that revelation, that realization comes without too much pain. But like, don't, you know, keep living in your alternate reality if you want to. As my mom used to say, keep living in Bobby's world if you want to. Like, you're going you gonna to find out. That, yeah, that I, that's don't, not I don't give a you. fuck about those people. I'm being <laughs> fully you honest. You said let them die. <laughs> but what, what bothers me is the, the taxing that they're putting on our already fragile mental state uh, sure 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 not even that of our of our healthcare system um and like it, and people are like oh it's a slippery slope if hospitals start saying they'll refuse to treat people who refuse the vaccine then what else will they refuse like i don't i i don't agree that it's a slippery slope but i do understand especially as black people being a little fearful of that because once they start denying medical care to people we're going to be the first ones to be denied the medical care but i do see the rationale of there is a free and largely safe vaccine offered for you to not catch the shit and if you're refusing that vaccine then it's not fair that you're taking up space in the hospital no it's not fair it's not fair but on the other end it's like 
I have the vaccine and I went outside during a pandemic and went to a concert and a tennis tournament. So if I get it, should I be denied? Because I was supposed, but like, I feel like the reason why I got the vaccine is so that we could like start to get back to life a little bit. Like, I I just don't know that I was supposed to get the vaccine and sit inside my house again for another year. Well, and also getting the vaccine is a successful, like, uh, is like you're agreeing to the social contract of, the way that we re- the way the way that we like return to social life as we used to know it is by getting vaccinated so like you you've done your part right right and there's some shit that i that i'm doing now that i really looked down on people for a year ago but like again i i know that i'm taking risks i know that but i'm not fucking out here unvaccinated taking risks <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like every time I see people walk around with their kids like unmasked in grocery stores, I'm like, you are literally traveling around with a, like uh, incubator a- of <laughs> disease. I'm so afraid of children. Like I've always been a huge germaphobe and tried to stay away from children as much as possible during the cold and flu season. But now, like if I'm sat anywhere near children in a public place, I'm throwing my mask on like, uh-uh, I don't do them. I mean, my favorite thing to do is to look at somebody on the subway who has their mask over like their mouth, but not their nose is like get up and make eye contact with them as I walk away, as I walk away from them like I uh-uh. was I was literally shocked at how many New Yorkers I saw on the subway without their masks on like y'all had 24 hour sirens refrigerator trucks full of dead bodies some of them still in those fucking trucks the people of New York saw the absolute worst that shit ravaged that city and state and people are walking around without their mask on on the subway without a mask on what are you doing you know the it's it's the it's the selfishness for me it's the invincibility for me it's the dumb it's the fuck shit for me but i tell you what if i make it through this week and do not catch covid diana I'm never well, shutting up about the vaccine, bitch. I'm never <laughs> shutting up. If you thought I was obnoxious before. I mean, thanks, like, thankfully, because of the the projects that I'm working on, like, we have to, we, you know, we have to get tested multiple times a week. And I actually am so grateful for the testing because, like, I'd rather know. And honestly, like, swabbing my nose for 15 seconds is so small, like, In for the... yeah. For the benefit of, like, knowing that I don't... That I don't have a respiratory virus. Yeah. Uh, the first time I went to the movies and, like, went back the next day, I was like, oh, my God, I got it, I got it, I got it. And right. I still, I've never had it. Like, I feel like I told our COVID safety officer, I feel like I'm playing a Russian roulette out this bitch. Every day, yeah. Nor- and, like, you know... I'm I'm locked down pretty hard now. I'm, I've got my groceries delivered for the week. I won't be going into the office this week. I think I'm gonna wait because I got home Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. If I, because they say Delta catch on real quick. If I don't start feeling sick, well now Delta Delta is Delta is oh it's last season. We got a new bitch. Moo. We gonna learn the whole fucking alphabet. Right. Um, but if I don't, if I don't start to feel any symptoms by like Wednesday, I'm going to take a test before I go back out into the world. The, before you start hoeing? Yeah. The DC, like, I can't start hoeing again until the doctor tells me the coochie ready. It's not ready yet. Baby. Child, the coochie is only one part of the, of the whole complex. I'm talking, that's the main part. Can't nobody go inside. <laughs> and she, and she, and I being the woman that I am. If you can't, I don't like to window shop. <laughs> that shit don't satisfy me. <laughs> anyway, I'm a virgin and a Christian. I am obsessed with I don't like to window shop. I don't. It's very unfulfilling. <laughs> I want to go inside the store. And spend some money. I want to. I want to pop some tags. <laughs> Look, I got twenty dollars in my pocket. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I I wanted to say, so I've been streaming church uh, consistently. I haven't really missed a Sunday in like almost coming up on probably eighteen months at this point. Like, so I started 
no, maybe a year. I started probably six months into the pandemic. And this is like the most consistently I've been attending church since like, you know, I was a minister and stuff. Um, but this past weekend was the pastor's anniversary. Baby, the way I did not tune in. <laughs> Why? Because I don't like anniversary. It's like when I was going to church regularly and not skipping services, the ones that I would skip would always be like, you know, the major religious holidays when the church would be filled with people who never go to church. So it's like the parking is annoying. Oh, the CEO Christians? Right, like Christmas, Easter. Like, you know, I just, I would sit it out or I would work so I didn't have to like be in the church house or whatever. Um, Work at church, I mean. Um, But like, I, I cannot stand dedication Sunday. I definitely don't do Mother's Day because they'd be trying to give roses to all the women and I'm always like, don't do this. Please don't do this. <laughs> oh, they, they give roses at your church. I went to the cheap church. They was giving niggas carnations this year. Right. Like, and especially now that I don't have a uterus, I don't, I think I would fall the fuck apart. Um, and I just do not like pastor's anniversary service. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> you could be like, all oh, y'all niggas is my son. Give me, give me all the flowers. <laughs> But I will say that I probably will go back and watch it because usually the pastor doesn't preach at their anniversary service and Pastor Sharp did. So I feel like God was like, that's what you get, little girl. Because <laughs> it's all so oh, to be fair, the entire month of August, he had guest speakers. And usually I'm very wary about that, especially with a pastor as progressive as Pastor Sharp. Um, this is Fellowship of Chicago. If y'all remember, this was the pastor that went viral for being like, I, if, I'm not opening the church unless Jesus like wakes me up in the middle of the night, throws some water on my face, stand me up, slap me around. Like He was like, we're not coming back to the damn church house. And uh, since listening to him, he's been very inclusive. He said something about a woman being a lesbian that I was like, mm. And then, you know, because it is his obligation to do so as a pastor, he made one of those like, yeah, but they are talking about what, but you should be talking about, well, you know, whatever. But like two things out of the entire time and neither one of them like particularly hateful, just a little out of touch. Just a little, a little old, like just expired, slightly expired. And he's 30, so it was very late for him to say some oh. dumb shit like that. But Well, you know, you know, people like, that whole, I mean, in another life, I, I would have been, like, that's absolutely the path that many people wanted for me. Sure. Um, myself not being anywhere near that list. Also, <laughs> also as well, me too. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's a different life that you live. Like, you're so sheltered. And it's like, it's like living in a foreign country. Like, what are you, like, what are your references? Right, 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 right. Well, it, but, you know, he's, he talks about white supremacy. He is inclusive of the LGBTQ community without being hateful or making examples out of them. Like, I really dig this pastor. Um, but August is his vacation month or whatever. So there were guest speakers all August. So I was like, you're going to have a guest speaker all August. And then this first Sunday, second Sunday, whatever, your anniversary Sunday, you're not even going to preach, whatever. I prejudged. I feel bad. But I just, I don't like programs. I'm sorry. You really don't. You really I just don't. don't. You are not there for a fucking stunt or a show. I'm not. Don't, I don't want to see the motherfucking mind ministry What's wrong with the damn mind ministry? Reginald. Uh, what did the mind what did the mind people doing now behold the lamb ever do to you? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's I've never seen what that movie is. Dead what? presidents. <laughs> oh my <laughs> get off my fucking Phone. That's the mime ministry to me. It's a bunch of young men with white face on in black and berets and white gloves doing like gang, I am gang shit. Over you. <laughs> I don't like the 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 flag, the lyrical modern dance, praise dancers. Oh my I'm this relationship is over. <laughs> Burn the friend it. contract. I don't I don't want art in church <laughs> <laughs> just 
and preach. I don't want to play. I'm not here for that. Wow. But you, okay. but you have the benefit of having gone to a very big church who had like an entire arts department. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Mine was like the lady that everybody thought was a good actress doing a dramatization. Sure, sure, Meanwhile, sure, sure. I had to sit there and act like I wasn't totally offended and wanted to leave. You're like, um, sorry, sister. You're literally playing my profession. <laughs> in my profession. And then my mom was like, well, why don't you get involved? I can't do that. I'm not doing that. Absolutely Where, Where's not. the talents? Bring me the talents. We're, we're absolutely not doing that. I need to be able to hold an open audition. <laughs> no, you are not having motherfucking <laughs> for the fuck down the church house. Use Gucci B. If, if my name is on the production, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Auditions and callback. Nobody is giving this stuff back. Right. I don't care if you're the pastor daughter. Save the lines. <laughs> Auditions on Thursday. Okay. And then the whole the thing happened to me with on the praise and worship team. I always end up in a church with a very shaky P and W situation. So I sit there with my face scrunched up, and my mom's like, "You don't need to do that. Why don't you go try to sing?" And then I try to fucking lead worship, and all I do is cry, and I can't sing and cry at the same time. So I'll be up there, ah, 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 and the lady, you must lead the people into worship. I'm like, I can't worship. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? <laughs> I don't have it in me to not let spirit do what spirit is going to do just because I'm on stage. <laughs> Gotta be with the program. If I catch the Holy Ghost, it's caught. What you want me to do? Not? That's you not can, genuine. Girl, huh? I to put it back down. <laughs> not me, baby. Once the spirit comes upon me, that's it. That's all it's over with. Get Get yourself together. You're leading worship. Why are you yelling at me? I'm having an encounter with God. Uh. Isn't this what we supposed to do? I'm leading by example. Uh. <laughs> Y'all not praying for me. You're really not. Uh. You're really not. Y'all act like y'all care about me, but y'all not praying for me. You don't have a praying grandmother. I don't. Did your head hit the wall? Bop. <laughs> Listen, I was raised Catholic. When I when I was allowed to show emotion in church, I went with the shit. Oh my god! <laughs> Over it. Yeah, no, Kojic, Kojic Church, you definitely were allowed to show emotion, but you def you had to like you could you you had a you had a Holy Ghost punch card. Like there were <laughs> <laughs> Because you could do it. Like you could you could do it. Like if you've ever listened to a live gospel album It's like always somebody in the background like <laughs> That's me. That's the bitch. I'm that bitch. I'm the one wailing on the live <laughs> but, recording. But the problem is, like, you can't do that every Sunday. Like, you actually need to be able to make it through an A, B, C selection. I'm sorry, no. If I'm gonna, if when the spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, uh. it's not a performance. It's, it would be different if I was in a choir doing that. I see what you're saying, but if you're in the like, uh, if you're in the Nick Jew and the Nick Jew singers, and it's just, you know. It's I'm on just the praise team. I'm on the praise and worship team. I see. And so the, you, and you, the in, spirit, you in one of the uniforms in the microphone. Right. And the spirit has come into the building. And I feel as, the as presence. We hope it does. As, as is our job here to, to fill the people's heart with worship, to prepare them for the word. To usher in the Holy Ghost. Am I not one of the people? I gotta go sit down and hear the word too. And, and why I mean, there's no lie told. Why you want a praise team that's just dry and late and just standing up there? You don't want to see them, you know. But but to her point, I was the worship leader. 
on that particular selection. But you know, yeah, they, they needed you to you make it at least, at least make it to the bridge. You just know so the one words. of the altos could take over. You know the words, bitch. <laughs> you do know the words. You supposed to, you supposed to have my back. You do know the words. Yeah, you are the worship leader, not the worship soloist. I am a vessel. I mean, no lie has been, no lie has yet been told. And the way that my heart expressed worship is through tears. Sorry about it. Yeah. Anyway, before we go directly to hell, is there anything Straight else? the fuck to hell. <laughs> God is like, I am sick of it. No, God loves us because we are foolish, but we are his. That is true. That is very true. I am such a fool, but I am. If 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 I'm a fool for anybody, I'm a fool for the Lord. Okay, because uh, when I think I've been about a fool Jesus, for these niggas. Okay, but when I think about Jesus and what He's done for me, I will dance, 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 dance all night. If I could give a shout of praise to Alanis Morissette, I could give a shout of praise to Jesus. Okay, if I could give a shout of praise to Emily King saying "Come back, Georgia," I could give a shout of praise to the to the one who created Georgia. You 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 praise <laughs> Emily King. You need to praise <laughs> the King of the King. King of Kings. <laughs> okay, isn't it ironic? Huh. You better <laughs> come on. Don't you think you got your hands you ought raised to, know. to this lady? But what what you ought to know is Jesus. <laughs> This is, I could do an entire An entire sermon. An entire sermon. <laughs> um, and when I'm sure I don't have COVID, I will be speaking about the Atlantis Morris at concert in great detail. Um, oh, Jesus. Hey, boo, quickly. And obviously mine is Francis. And I say his last name wrong every time. Tiafo. Tiafo. Francis Tiafo. It's... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not skeet based because he's a very young person, but he's so cute. He's so cute. Um, my hey boo is the nigga that beat him the very next day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Felix OJ Aliasim, mm-hmm. who is like 17 weeks old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Chris Hansen is waiting outside my door to take me down to fucking Rikers. In the state of Texas, <laughs> if you killed him, you would be tried for an abortion. That's how, <laughs> that's how young he is. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> oh my god. Double homicide. <laughs> Fuck Greg Abbott. <laughs> um, no, he's it's not ski-based, but I am so happy to see like i think james blake is the last uh oh, man God. of yeah. african descent to make two grand slam quarterfinals in a row mm-hmm. um and now felix has joined him Beautiful. so congratulations felix um did I think layla that... win huh did layla win she did so she's also in the quarterfinals that's amazing and this amazing 18 year old from uh from great britain her name is Emma. I don't know her last. I can't pronounce her last name. But she beating all these hoes' asses, and like it. in in fifteen minutes or less, I'm like she in a rush to get somewhere. The so. youth, the youth are resilient. I'm not watching because I know that homophobic, misogynistic, anti-vaxxers probably gonna win Ugh. the men's the men's event. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saving myself any disappointment. But I'll you know I'll read the I'll read the headlines. <laughs> I don't have a meanwhile, but I do want to seriously say in my serious broadcaster voice, um, all of our listeners in California, you have people in California. I need to do this as well. Please vote no in the recall election. And here's my thing. If you don't like Gavin Newsom, that's fine. Vote him out in the in the polls in 2020. But this shit right here, it's a in an actual election. Yeah, This shit is a, a scam. None of the people on the ballot are Democrats. Like, I understand if you're not happy with his leadership, but like give somebody else a fair chance who has some political actual political experience. It's not fucking Larry Elder, who's on the side of the slave owners like this, is, this shit is a fucking joke. And so many people are taking it so lightly that he could be recalled. And that's scary as fuck because it's not like the lieutenant governor takes over. It's whoever y'all pick in a majority from that fucking, 
farce of a ballot. So please, please, please get out, vote no on the recall. Yes, I'm I'm saying how you should vote and, and call your people who aren't on social media and tell them like, don't be fooled by a black face. Larry Elder is not one of us. Baby, because, and, and it's a thing I didn't start hearing or using a lot until I met Charmaine, but like, Every candidate on the recall is so deeply unserious. Yes, yes. Like they are all unserious people. California's economy, if it was a country, would be in the top ten economies in the world. Like, do not trust this shit to a fucking moron. And yes, if you don't agree with Gavin Newsom or you don't like him or you hate him or whatever, vote him out in an actual like political process with primaries and debates and any of the other shit please and thank you right yeah you know if you have qualms with the governor take those up at the actual election polls not this shit please please all right that's it lord have mercy kelly clarkson eddie murphy eddie murphy uh pastor it's been a week y'all but I'm here to remind you that this is the day that the Lord has made. But it's absolutely not the day for you to try it. Donda is way better than certified lover boy. Have a good day. Uh -uh, Bye.